0: New episodes every week wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip
2: Trivia Podcast. Hi, it's The Reading Bug. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Scholastic and the False Prince series by Jennifer Nielsen. This young teen series is full of wild twists and thrilling turns. Please support our sponsors by purchasing the False Prince series, the False Prince, the Runaway King, the Shadow Throne, and, coming in October, The Captive Kingdom by Jennifer Nielsen, at TheReadingBug.com or at your local independent bookstore.
3: Hello, reader. Welcome back for part two of our gorilla adventure. Part one was released earlier, so be sure to go back and listen so you're all caught up. Reading Bug Adventures is written, performed, and produced by the team at The Reading Bug, our family-owned independent bookstore. If things sound a little bit different in this episode, that's because they are. Like many of you, we're adjusting to some changes all around us, and we need to record these episodes from our home. I want to thank Zencaster for their generous unlimited recording time offer and Resonate Recordings, who, as always, does incredible work mixing and mastering each episode of Reading Bug Adventures for helping us sound our very best. Like some of your schools, our bookstore is also closed right now. But we've made lots of adjustments to make sure we can continue shipping special orders and care packages ordered through our website at thereadingbug.com. And we're also still shipping our Reading Bug Box subscription boxes. Books and more perfectly personalized to the unique age, interests, and reading level of the recipient. And while our store remains closed, I'm doing story times on Facebook Live, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Join me at Facebook.com slash ReadingBug. Thank you to our sponsors and to all of you for helping us continue to write new songs and making our podcast even in these uncertain times. A big thank you and hello to our newest patrons, Paige and Chase from Seattle, Washington, and Maisie and Soren from California. You're part of what makes Reading Bug Adventures possible. To become a patron and support our work, visit Patreon.com slash ReadingBugAdventures. I think we'd better hurry back to Rwanda and our adventure with the mountain gorillas there. Don't you? Do you remember what happened last time? That's right. We joined Dr. Mike from the Mountain Gorilla Veterinary Project and Patience, a guide in the Volcanoes National Park, to search for two missing gorillas, Charlie and Inyange. We don't know where they are, and we're afraid they could be in danger. Let's hurry back to help them. Are you ready to continue our adventure and see what happens next? Me too. On the count of three, let's all imagine ourselves back on our adventure together. Ready? One, two, three, let's fly! It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Reader, you're back. I'm so glad to see you again as we continue our adventure through the Rwandan rainforests on the continent of Africa. We're traveling with the reading bug and the spelling bee and our new friends, Dr. Mike from the Mountain Gorilla Veterinary Group, or MGVP.
0: Welcome back, Reader.
3: And Patience, who's a local guide and mountain gorilla expert. Welcome, friends.
0: Lauren, how are you feeling? I know that a brush with a stinging nettle plant can be scary and painful, but after the pain goes away, they're pretty harmless.
3: Thanks, Dr. Mike. Your dock plant leaves really did the trick. My legs are still a little red, but I'm hardly feeling any pain at all. Reader, be really, really careful when you're stepping around here. The stinging nettles are no joke. They sting really badly.
0: I'm glad you're feeling better, Lauren. And yes, that's very good advice. There are lots of dangers here in the rainforest, many of them much worse than the sting of a stinging nettle plant. Follow carefully behind me and Patience as we continue our search.
2: Yes! Dr. Mike and Patience are the experts here, and we're just along for the adventure. Remember, reader, we're on the lookout for Inyange, one of the male gorillas from the Umabano gorilla family that we visited.
4: Patience noticed that Inyange was missing from the family, and because gorillas have no natural enemies... We're all afraid that he may be injured, or worse. It is imperative, I-M-P-E-R-A-T-I-V-E, that we find him before sundown.
3: And don't forget, Charlie is missing too. Charlie is the silverback male gorilla that's the head of the Umubano family. We think he may be looking for Anyange too, don't we, Patience? Patience? Reader, where's Patience? She was here when I fell into the stinging nettle plant, but I don't see her anywhere now. Do you? Dr. Mike, where did she go?
1: Dr. Mike, Lauren, Reader, come fast.
3: I found Inyongi. Reader, did you hear that? It's Patience. She's found Inyongi. Let's go. Quickly, over here.
1: Look. Where? Take those binoculars and look straight ahead, and you will see Inyongi just beyond those trees.
3: Thank you, Patience. Reader. Let's look through these binoculars and see if we can spot Nyange together. Oh, no! Reader, look! Do you see him? It looks like Inyange's leg
2: is stuck. There's a thick rope wrapped around his ankle. Do you see it?
4: It's tied to a large stake that's buried deep in the ground. Oh, yes. I see him reading, Bug. It looks like it might be a snare, S-N-A-R-E, which is a kind of trap.
0: You're right, Spelling Bee. It does look like a trap. And that trap was probably set by a poacher.
4: A poacher? Oh, no!
3: But, Dr. Mike, I thought that mountain gorillas were a protected species that couldn't be hunted or trapped.
1: It is true. The hunting and trapping mountain gorillas is against the law. But that doesn't mean that it never happens.
0: Most likely, the poachers set this stair to catch an antelope. But it has snagged our curious young Inyange instead.
3: Oh, no. That's terrible. Is he hurt?
0: Mm, I'm looking at his leg through my binoculars now. Inyange doesn't seem to be hurt badly at the moment. And I think the good news is that he will probably be okay as long as we're able to release him from the snare and treat his ankle to ensure that it does not get infected. Of course, if his ankle does get infected, Nyange could lose his foot or even his life.
2: Well, what are we waiting for? We shouldn't be looking at him through binoculars... Let's go get him out of there!
0: Wait! Not so fast, little bug. Remember, mountain gorillas are much, much stronger than we are. And Inyange is really agitated because he's stuck in that trap. If we get closer and release him from the snare, he may attack us. We also need to make sure that Charlie isn't nearby. As big as Inyange is, Charlie is even bigger. And remember, he is the head of Inyange's family... If Charlie sees us nearing Yange, he might also think that we're trying to hurt, not help him. No, we can't simply run up and set him free. We'll need a plan first. A
3: plan? Okay, that sounds pretty smart, Dr. Mike. Reader, do you have any ideas? Hmm, me neither.
2: Reading bug, what's so funny? That wasn't me, Lauren. Reader, were you laughing? Shh.
0: Everyone be quiet. Do you hear what I hear?
4: Yeah, yeah, yes. I hear something, Dr. Mike. Sounds like a creepy laugh. Sort of, sort of like the laugh you might hear in a horror movie. Do you think that somebody else is up here with us? On this mountain?
3: Spelling Bee, Dr. Mike said that no one is allowed to hike here without a naturalist and a park ranger so I don't think there's anyone else here. It might just be our imaginations working overtime.
0: Probably not someone, but there's definitely something nearby. Shh. Dr. Mike, that sounds like... I know, patients. Let's all keep calm.
3: Dr. Mike, what is it? It just
2: keeps laughing. Or maybe it's They. I think I can hear more than one now. Reader, can you think of anything that lives in the jungle
4: and laughs like that? Well, lemurs live in the jungle, and they laugh like crazy.
1: Unfortunately, those are not lemurs you're hearing.
2: B, lemurs only live in Madagascar, and a couple
3: of nearby islands, not up here in the mountains. I only know of one other laughing animal then, reading bug. A laughing... Hyena? But unlike cute little lemurs, hyenas are big and mean and vicious. Please tell me those aren't hyenas we're hearing, Dr. Mike.
0: I'm afraid that's exactly what we're hearing, Lauren.
3: But I thought hyenas lived on the flat African savannas where the lions, giraffes, and zebras live. Haven't you seen Lion King? They do live in the African savannas, but
2: hyenas are very adaptable. They live in Asia and the Middle East as well as in Africa. They can be found in grasslands, woodlands, savannas, forests, forest edges, subdeserts, and even mountains like this one, as high up as
3: 13,000 feet. Oh, no. What should we do, Dr. Mike? Reader, maybe we should run before the hyenas realize we're here.
0: No, don't run. Let's stay still here. Hyenas will instinctively chase anything that runs.
4: If we shouldn't run... Should we maybe all get on the ground and play dead?
0: No, don't lie down or pretend to be dead either. That might make the hyenas curious and they'll probably come to check you out. Hyenas are scavengers after all.
4: Scavenger? S-C-A-V-E-N-G-E-R? Scavengers are animals that eat dead animals rather than or in addition to hunting live animals. Is that right, Dr. Mike?
0: Correct, Spelling Bee.
2: scavenger sounds pretty scary
0: don't show
1: any fear hyenas hunt live animals and they often pick off the weakest or the most afraid
3: hide my fear? how do you expect me to do that? I'm shaking in my shoes I don't want to have to face hungry hyenas yeah,
2: hyenas have big sharp teeth that they use to eat other
4: animals shh, here comes one now just ahead of us Through the clearing, see? Oh, yes, I do see him. Do you, Reader? He's a really
3: scary-looking animal, bigger than most dogs, with brown fur that's covered with dark spots. He has a dark, scary face and a long, thick neck. His front legs are longer than his back legs, and his large mouth is full of pointy teeth.
4: And I think he may have heard us because his big ears are sticking straight up on top of his head. You're right, Bee. And look!
2: He's heading in our direction. Oh no, we're no match for that mean-looking hyena. Maybe Inyange can help us. We need a giant, strong gorilla to protect
3: us. I don't think so. Inyange is stuck in the snare, remember? He's in no state to help us, and he's in danger too.
0: Yeah, hyenas don't normally attack gorillas, but they may decide that an injured gorilla who is unable to run away would make good prey.
3: Well
2: then... If Nyong'e isn't able to help, then we'll just have to help ourselves by acting like gorillas. Remember, gorillas don't have any predators or enemies here, and hyenas are afraid of a big, strong, healthy gorilla like Nyong'e. So, to scare off this hyena, why don't we all act like gorillas?
0: That's a great idea, Reading Bug. I've never heard anyone try it, but it might just work. We're going to need to be very convincing, though. Hyenas are very smart animals. And if they don't believe that they've stumbled on a troop of big, healthy gorillas, I don't think they'll leave us alone. On my count, I want you all to puff your chests out, pretending to be huge, 500-pound gorillas, and bang the palms of your hands on your chest, like this. Dr. Mike,
3: I thought gorillas banged their fists on their chests. Like King Kong. Uh,
0: That's a bit of a gorilla myth, actually, Lauren. Now, while you're banging, make a sound like this one as a warning, too.
4: Oh,
3: look! The hyena definitely heard that, Dr. Mike. Reader, reading bug, B, can you do what Dr. Mike is asking? bang YOUR HANDS ON YOUR CHESTS AND MAKE A WARNING SOUND LIKE DR.
0: MIKE DID. OKAY. ON MY COUNT, EVERYONE TOGETHER. ONE, TWO, THREE, NOW! Wah!
3: Wah! Wah! GREAT WORK! KEEP IT Wah! Wah! UP! Wah!
2: Wah! 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 LAUREN! Reader, BEE! I DON'T THINK IT'S WORKING. THE HYENA ISN'T LEAVING. INSTEAD HE'S GETTING CLOSER!
3: Dr. Mike, Reading Bug is right. It's not working. The hyena is still creeping towards us, and Inyange isn't moving at all. What are we going to do?
4: Hey, look, is that Charlie? An enormous gorilla with silver fur on its back, just at the edge of the clearing. Yes, I see. And he's reared up on his back
3: legs and slapping his thighs and his chest. He looks very scary.
0: That is Charlie. I can't believe it, but he's helping us. He's slapping his chest and yelling, just like we were.
2: And I think it's working. As good as your gorilla impressions were, Lauren and Reader, I don't know if that hyena believed that we were a gorilla troop, but he definitely believes Charlie. Look!
1: He is heading back to his cackle. We're saved.
4: His cackle?
1: Yes. That's what a group of
0: hyenas is sometimes called. Amazing. Amazing. I've never seen Charlie do anything like that before That was a really close call Thank you, Charlie Hold on, everybody Listen to me carefully Let's not celebrate too soon I think it's important that we all continue to be very quiet I don't think the hyenas were the only animals that Charlie was trying to frighten He's not sure he can trust us either But as long as we remain calm I don't think he'll hurt us He's trying to frighten us away from Inyange, too.
3: Frighten? Well, he's succeeded. What do we do now, Dr. Mike?
0: Don't make any sudden movements. I know Charlie, and I think I'll be able to calm him down. Patience and I both already know Charlie, and he knows we're friendly, so hopefully he'll relax once he sees us. On the other hand, he doesn't know any of you, so he may get confused and get even angrier...
3: Reading Bug, Reader, Spelling Bee, did you hear that? We need to let Charlie know we're his friends, like Patience and Dr. Mike, and we're here to help in Yanget. Any ideas of how we can do that? Lauren,
2: what about a song? Your songs have helped calm down other angry animals before.
3: Great idea, Reading Bug. Let's give it a try cheer of Charlie there's nothing to fear when we say we're your friends we're completely sincere we're here in Rwanda in order to see your home where you roam so strong and so free we're here in the rainforest high in the mist on mountains so tall that they have been kissed by the clouds that reach down from the sky Above to embrace the steep mountain tops that they love. Mountain gorillas are mighty and strong, and we're here to ensure that you will live long. We promise to help keep your home safe from destruction and protect your great family from disease and abduction. So cheer up, Charlie, there's nothing to fear. When we say we're your friends, we're completely sincere. We're here in Rwanda in order to see Your home where you roam so strong and so free We know just like us you have families and friends You have children to protect and you watch over them They fight with their siblings, just like we do. And they play with their friends, which is just like us, too. You are peaceful gorillas who laugh just like me. You take naps when you're tired and you like to climb trees. Like us you have fingers, toes, elbows and knees And if you catch a cold, just like us you will sneeze So cheer up Charlie, we're friends and not foes We've got so much in common, from our heads to our toes Please stay calm, let my friends and me Help you and your family roam wild and free Your family will roam wild and free
0: Great work, everyone. Charlie is definitely calming down. All right, let me try talking to him now and see if we can get him to back away so we can take care of Inyangé. Lauren, reader, patience. Why don't you slowly crouch down, put your hands on your head, and make yourselves as small as possible so Charlie doesn't feel threatened or outnumbered. Just look down at the ground. Don't look at Charlie no matter what happens. Perfect. Why don't you also try whimpering softly, like a little puppy does, like this? Can you do that?
3: Reader, can you whimper like a puppy, just like Dr. Mike? I'll do it with you. Great!
0: Excellent! Okay, now I'm going to stand up and speak to Charlie. It is very important that you stay calm and down on the ground while I'm speaking with him. Can you do that? Of
3: course, we can, Doctor Mike.
0: Okay, here I go. Hmm. Wham. Hmm. Wham.
3: Lauren,
4: Reader, B. What in the world is he doing? It sounds like he's burping. B u r p i n g. Hmm. Wham. Hmm. Wham.
3: Do you hear that? Charlie's burping too.
0: (laughs) That's right. And his belching back to me means that our crisis is averted. Charlie has calmed down and he's telling me that it's okay for us to be here and to help in Yonge. Lauren, reader, patience. You can slowly get up now, but make sure you stay at least 20 feet away from Charlie and any other gorillas that we may encounter. They're still quite dangerous.
3: That was amazing, Dr. Mike. What do you mean that Charlie is telling you it's okay for us to be here? Gorillas can't talk.
1: You're right. The gorillas can not talk like you and I do. But they can definitely communicate with each other.
0: Diane Fossey reported that there were at least 17 identifiable gorilla vocalizations. And since then, we have identified about 15 more that gorillas make to communicate with each other. People have learned how to use the same sounds to communicate with them, just like I was doing. The sound that we just made was the most important one to learn. We use it every time we visit the gorillas, and it means, I'm a friend. I'm coming here to visit, and there's nothing for you to fear. When Charlie made the same sound, he was telling us that he heard us, and that there is nothing for us to fear either.
4: Oh,
3: wow. I had no idea that gorillas could talk. They must be really smart.
0: Oh, they are. Gorillas have their own language. And some of them have even learned ours. Gorillas can't talk like we do because their vocal cords are different from ours. But some gorillas have learned American Sign Language, which is used by many deaf people to communicate. ASL is a language in which hand, arm, body, and facial gestures are used instead of spoken words. And there are many cases of gorillas learning to communicate with humans using sign language.
2: Oh, yes! I read about that in Coco's Kin by Dr. Francine Patterson. Dr. Patterson taught the gorilla Coco how to use ASL to communicate with her and other humans. During her lifetime, Coco learned to understand and to express more than 2,000 words in ASL. Coco's kitten is about the story of Coco and her kitten, which she named All Ball. It is a story in which Coco tells us about herself in her own ASL language, expressing her love, anger, sorrow, and joy. It's really
3: amazing. That does sound amazing, reading bug. I'd love to hear more about Coco and her kitten.
0: Maybe later, Lauren, but now we've still got a bit of a situation on our hands. Charlie is calmed, although he's still watching us closely. But Inyange is still trapped in the snare, and we've got to find a way to get him out before he really injures himself. Can anyone think of a way to help him escape? Reader,
3: what do you think? How can we help Inyange escape his trap without getting too close to him?
2: I might have an idea, Dr. Mike. You said that Inyange is frightened, right? And that he might attack us if we try to free him from the snare. Well, what if we tranquilized Inyange first? I read in Gorilla Doctors Saving Endangered Great Apes by Pamela Turner that veterinarians at MGVP can tranquilize an injured gorilla so that they can check them out without getting hurt themselves. Do you
4: have a tranquilizer? T-R-A-N-Q-U-I-L-I-Z-E. Tranquilize. That means giving medicine to Inyongi that will put him to sleep, doesn't
0: it? Correct, Bee. And great idea, Reading Bug. Gorilla Doctors is a non-fiction book that was written about us, the Mountain Gorilla Veterinary Project. It's a great book if you want to find out more about all the things we do here at the MGVP. If I can, I like to avoid tranquilizing the gorillas, but I don't think we have a choice with Inyongi. I brought a tranquilizer with me just in case I need it. Here. I'll tranquilize him. Then, once he falls asleep, we'll remove the snare from his ankle, examine his foot to make sure that it doesn't need to be treated, and set him free to rejoin Charlie and the rest of his family. I can't believe I didn't think of that. If we're going to do this right, I'm going to need everyone's help. Can you help me?
3: Dr. Mike, that sounds pretty dangerous. What if Nyong'e wakes up? Or what if Charlie charges us again? Reader, what do you think? Can we help? Lauren, Reader... Inyongi needs us.
0: You're right, Bug. We're his only hope.
3: What do you think, Reader? We've already faced dangerous hyenas and an angry silverback mountain gorilla. Do you think we can handle a bit more danger on today's adventure? Okay. We'll help, of course. Dr. Mike, what do we do?
0: I'll tranquilize Inyongi, then, Lauren, Reader. I'll need you to clip a pulse oximeter to his lip to make sure that his heart and lungs continue to work okay.
4: What's an oxi... Oximeter Oximeter O-X-I-M-E-T-E-R A pulse oximeter is a device that you use to monitor the amount of oxygen carried in the body But why does Inyongi need one, Dr. Mike?
0: Inyongi isn't used to the powerful medicine in a tranquilizer So we just want to make sure that we haven't hurt him The pulse oximeter will monitor for any signs he might be in distress Are you ready? Here's the pulse oximeter I'll aim this tranquilizer dart at Inyangé's leg, and once it takes effect, I need you to run up to him and clip it to his lip. Ready? Ready! Ready. <laughs> yes! The dart hit him right in the thigh. And it didn't hurt too much or Inyangé would have shrieked much louder. Nice work, Dr. Mike.
3: But it doesn't look like it worked. Inyangé is still awake. Look! He just pulled the dart out of his leg and threw it away!
0: Just wait a few seconds, Lauren. Tranquilizers are really powerful.
2: Oh, wow! Yeah! Look, Lauren! Inyongi is starting to look pretty sleepy. He's blinking his eyes heavily over and over again. And look, he
4: just toppled over on his back. Just like that, he's sound asleep. Listen! He's even snoring softly. His arms are up and over his head. And he's so still, he looks like a giant stuffed animal!
0: (laughs) He sure does. Hurry, get that pulse oximeter onto his lip.
4: Okay,
3: Dr. Mike, follow me. Reader, let's go. Mission accomplished, Dr. Mike. Oh, but look at Charlie. He's still here and he's watching us very closely. And he's grunting, sort of like a pig. Gorillas make that sound
1: to tell others to back off.
0: I think that Charlie is still worried about what we're doing to Inyange, which means we'll need to work quickly. The good news is that Inyange is breathing comfortably and his heart rate is stable. Patience, can you help me remove the snare from Inyange's ankle? We need to carefully pinch the lock on the cable to release it, and then we can slip it off Inyange's leg. Great job. Okay. Let's see what kind of damage we've got here. I think it's good news, folks. It doesn't look like the snares damaged his leg at all. Charlie! He's going to be okay. Good as new. Mm-mm. <clears throat> <Whom. clears throat> Wam All I'll do now is give Yange an injection of antibiotics to ensure that the small wound on his leg here does not get infected, and he should be healed up in no time at all. He'll wake up from his tranquilizer, happy and pain-free, and be able to return back to Charlie and the rest of his family.
3: Wow, that was quick! I'm so happy that Inyongi will be okay!
0: We're not quite done yet, Lauren. We don't want any of our gorillas to be caught in a snare, and we certainly don't want to have to tranquilize them. But when it happens, we take advantage of the opportunity to take samples of the gorilla's blood, feces, skin, and hair.
3: Oh, that sounds awful! What are you testing him for?
0: Well, We test the blood to see if Inyange has any health problems. And we test his feces, or poop, to see if he has any parasites that could affect his health or indicate health problems in his family.
4: Parasite. I know that word. P-A-R-A-S-I-T-E. That's an organism that lives in or on another host organism, like a flea or a barnacle.
1: Very good spelling bee. Gorillas are unfortunately susceptible to a number of parasites, including several malaria parasites and intestinal parasites.
0: And the parasites are sometimes transmitted by humans to gorillas if they get too close to each other, which is why we take skin samples to test for parasites like ticks or mites that can damage a gorilla's health. We also do a DNA analysis of the gorilla's hair in order to better understand how Nyangé is related to the other mountain gorillas in the park.
2: Look, Dr. Mike. I think Inyange is starting to wake up. He seems to be moving around a bit. And it looks like the rest of Inyange's family has decided to join Charlie in watching over Inyange too. Look, they're all coming out of the brush and they're all watching us.
1: Nice work, everyone.
0: Because of you, Inyange was able to avoid any major injuries and will soon be rejoining his family to prepare his nest for the night. And just in the nick of time too, it's starting to get dark. And we need to figure out where we plan to spend the night. Goodbye, Charlie. Goodbye, Inyangae, And goodbye to the rest of your family, too. Inyangae, try to keep close to your troop from now on so we don't need to do another one of these dangerous rescues anytime soon. It is
1: pretty late in the day. Why don't we all spend the night and then head back down the mountain in the morning? We are so grateful to you, our new friends, for all your help. Tomorrow, I will take you to the Ibi Iwagu Cultural Village at the base of the mountain. The village, also known as the Gorilla Guardian Cultural Village, was founded by Edwin Sabuhoro,
0: who is a real gorilla hero around here. That's right. In 2004, when wildlife was being lost to poaching, Sabuhoro disguised himself as a potential buyer for a baby gorilla. His mission was successful, and the poachers were caught and put in prison. Even though the mission was successful, Sabuhoro still felt terrible about putting the people in jail. So he visited the jail poachers and their families to apologize for tricking them and find out why they continued to poach the gorillas. And they told him of the starvation and desperation that they were facing. They told him that poaching was the only way that they could survive and feed their families.
1: That's when Sabuhoro decided to quit his job and come up with an idea to help the poachers make a living without trapping or killing endangered wildlife. He created the Global Guardian Cultural Village in 2006 to help support the native populations and to celebrate all of Rwanda's cultural traditions, people, and history.
0: There, tourists can personally experience what life was like in a typical African village the lifestyle, houses, dances, dressing, food, herbs, and organization. You'll have an opportunity to try basket weaving and carpentry, too. Many of the entertainers in the cultural village, like the Batwa or Pygmies, were once poachers, and the cultural village gives them an opportunity to do something that helps them earn a living without hurting the gorillas and other animals that live in the mountains.
3: Oh, patience, Dr. Mike. The Gorilla Guardian's cultural village sounds amazing. We'd love to go there someday, but as you said, it's getting late, and we need to go home to our family and friends, don't we, Reader? Lucky for us, we don't have to hike down the mountain because we have the reading bug's magic book bag to quickly take us home.
2: Magic book bag? That's right! Thank you so much for helping us visit the gorillas today. We'll be sure to draw pictures of everything we saw, and we'll spread the message about how we all need to help take care of the gorillas so that they will be there for future generations to visit and enjoy.
0: Lauren, reading bug, reader, thank you so much for your help today. Be sure to visit us again sometime, would you?
4: You got it, Dr. Mike. Thank you. Yes, my first trip to the continent of Africa was incredible! Thanks to you and patience. I'm looking forward to
2: visiting again. But now we've got to go. Quickly, everyone, into the book bag with me. One hop, two hops, Three hops, and we're in!
3: We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. Look, the mountains, trees, and rainforests all around us are disappearing, and the magic book bag is heading for home. Goodbye, Dr. Mike. Goodbye, patients. Goodbye, Charlie and Nyong'e. We won't forget you or the
4: incredible adventure we shared together today. I learned so much about the mountain gorillas of Rwanda. Thank you for including me on this amazing trip. Anytime, Spelling
2: Bee. I'm so glad we were able to find and rescue Nyong'e today. Mountain gorillas are extremely endangered. Thankfully, there are amazing people like Dr. Mike and Patience, and amazing organizations like the Mountain Gorilla Veterinary Project all around the world
3: working hard to protect them and keep them from going extinct. That's right, reading bug. I think I'm going to draw pictures of Inyange and Charlie to share with my friends and family
4: so I can tell them all about the mountain gorillas we met on our adventure. And I'm going to draw a picture of our daring rescue, R-E-S-C-U-E, when we freed Inyange's lake from the snare. Great idea. What part of today's adventure will you draw, reader? If you enjoyed today's adventure like I did and want to learn
2: more about Rwanda or the mountain gorillas that live there, you can read any of the books in my book bag. I have a complete list for you at www.thereadingbug.com/adventures.
3: We're back. You were such a great help on today's adventure, reader. Thank you. You bravely faced danger to rescue Nyonge and send him back to his family and proved to be an excellent veterinary assistant. When you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything As you grow, you'll show this world that you can be anything You could write a book or fly a plane Build a house with a giant crane Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can see it through just by being you Cause you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything As you grow, you'll show This world that you can be anything You could sing your way into a Broadway show Don't let anyone tell you no Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can make your dreams come true Just by being you What an incredible adventure. And how exciting to get to share it with friends like you. I can't wait to adventure with you again, reader.
2: Me either. I'm really looking forward to our next adventure together. But for now, we'll play some coloring music for you to color to. I'd love to see what you draw today. If you can, please share it with me on social media or through thereadingbug.com. We'll see you again really soon. Thank you and goodbye.
3: Bye. Bye. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Scholastic and the False Prince series by Jennifer Nielsen.
0: Shh.
2: Lauren, keep it down over there. I'm reading. Oh, reading bug, I didn't see you. I'm in the middle of the fourth book of the False Prince series The Captive Kingdom. It's really, really good.
3: The fourth book? I didn't know there was a fourth book. I've already read The False Prince, The Runaway King, and The Shadow Throne, and they were filled with thrilling danger and deceit. And the exciting twists and turns had me racing through each book to the end. I know, I know. I can barely breathe right now. This fourth book is so exciting. From the moment I started the first book, The False Prince, I was hooked. The story follows an orphan named Sage who has been recruited to impersonate the King's long-lost son. It's filled with danger, deception, and deadly truths. The Wall Street Journal says Sage proves to be a compelling character whose sharp mind and shrewd self-possession will make readers eager to follow him into a sequel. And I couldn't agree more to recommend this book series to all our podcast listeners
2: and you won't believe what happens in book four what happens oh you'll just have to wait and see for
3: yourself this book doesn't release until october october oh no well in the meantime be sure to check out the new york times and usa today best-selling false prince series and catch up on the excitement before the captive kingdom releases this fall The highly anticipated book arrives on shelves October 6th, 2020. You can purchase this series and other great books from Scholastic at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. And thanks to all our individual sponsors as well. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. Original music was written and performed by me and my brother, Ross Gruet. This episode was performed by me, Chloe, Riley, and Brandon Savage, and by our special guest, Evelyn Kiomian. Evelyn was born on the Ivory Coast, a country in Western Africa, and is the founder of the Carrot School Project, a nonprofit organization that supports and provides a six-year education to children living in poverty on the Ivory Coast. Learn more at theksp.org. The Reading Bug is our family-owned, independent children's bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you. Have you ever wished that you had a direct
1: line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast.